Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 34 for Friday 14th January 2011. Lotosphere Idol, Groupalooza, Harry Potter and Booth Babes. What are you looking forward to at Lotosphere 2011? This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech... It's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. This Week in Lotus is sponsored by TomTom. Check out the brand new TomTom Fire Live 120 with built-in HD traffic, speed cameras, hands-free calling and much more. Details are at thisweekinlotus.com slash TomTom. Well, it's Thursday lunchtime in the UK, and therefore it's time for another episode of This Week in Lotus. We're back for episode 34, so thanks for, for downloading and listening. It's great to have you um, on board the podcast. So let's kick off. Darren Duke, how are you, Darren? I am cold, Mr. McIntyre. How are you? Cold. Do you have snow again over there? We have had like four days of snow, and it appears the deep south, which is like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Mississippi, and Louisiana, their idea to combat snow is to wait till spring. <laughs> okay so an absence of snow plows and that kind of thing yeah an absence they had the city of atlanta has five million people and they had 10 pieces of equipment which i'm pretty sure four were shovels okay yeah. sounds like heathrow airport back before christmas <laughs> it really it's it's like that yeah uh, there's a wonderful photo of, of two guys with shovels and a broom you know t- clearing the runway at heathrow it's great <laughs> So, um, so it's good to, to be back for another week. Uh, we're kind of in, in the lead up to Lotosphere now, so that's where most of the conversation will be. How are you set for Lotosphere now? Are you all prepared? Uh, I thought I was um, until yesterday, and I got a request to add some stuff into my show and tell presentation. So that went back out again yesterday, last night. So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll see. And you, you, you have... You're doing like what 674 presentations? <laughs> uh, fortunately, not. But it feels like that in terms of slides. Um, so, uh, well, one of our guests on the show, Susan, will, will vouch for uh, how many slides we did on, on the session she reviewed. But yeah, it was a good number that Rob and I got through. But yeah, we're all done and approved. So uh, hopefully that the stress will dissipate now. We'll see. Um, so let's kick off. Let, let's start with Susan. Uh, Susan Bullock is on the show. Hi there, Susan. Uh, hi there, Stuart. How's it going? It's it's going really well, thank you. Thanks for coming on. You work for IBM, don't you? Can you tell the audience uh, what you do at IBM? Uh, I am on what they call the uh, uh, support SWAT team, which means uh, we get sent on site after you have a really bad problem. And uh, we call it the Mighty Mouse job. We fly in and we fix it and we leave. Okay, wow. It's an important role. I've, I've seen tweets and things from you heading off all over the world to Scandinavia recently, was it? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was to speak at the View Admin, but uh, but yeah, I've definitely been sent uh, to Europe and the United States all over. I work with Wes Morgan. I'm sure the uh, listeners know Wes. Yeah, uh, and some other folks who aren't quite as out out there as the rest of us. But 
Brilliant. And, yeah. and of course, you're heavily involved in Lotusphere as well, aren't you? You're hosting Groupalooza this year? I am. I'm far more involved than I, uh, than I ever planned to be. I'm a track manager, which, uh, which is a lot of work. Um, and as track manager of business part of uh, the best practices track, I got to get to host Groupalooza. So that'll be fun. Excellent. Well, it'll be great to see you there in Orlando. So thanks for joining us today. We also have Roy Rumina. How are you, Roy? Good, Stuart. Good morning. Good morning. Have I pronounced your surname right? Is it Rumina? You got it perfectly. Wonderful. That makes a change for me. Yeah, it's a change. <laughs> so, do you want to tell us who do you work for and what do you do, Roy? I currently work uh, as my as an independent consultant, but I'm doing some work for a company called the Essential Business Software Group, um, working on uh, upgrading some of their current um, products, Domino products, to X Pages. And uh, we're also looking at mobilizing a number of their applications. And I'm also um, director of IT for a new startup company called My Dealer Soft, which is a automotive um, auto dealer software site, uh, complete web developed SaaS product that uh, handles all um, everything the auto dealership does from front to back, top to bottom. Excellent. Is, is is that Lotus based or is that on other? It's channels? all Domino based with a DB two back end. Excellent. And it's all cloud. It's all cloud. Brilliant. That sounds that sounds really exciting. Maybe we can we can get into that a bit later on. But thanks for joining the show, Roy. Good to have you. you on. And we're also joined on our panel by Mikael Heisterberg. How are you, Mikael? I'm great. Thank you very much. Great. Um, do you want to tell us again who you work for and where you're based and what do you do? Sure. I'm based out of Copenhagen here in the cold north and. Um, Cold north of Europe, based in Denmark. So I'm sitting just north of, north of Copenhagen, and I'm a um, developer slash admin slash whatever you want. So I'm I'm a consultant who goes on site to fix to fix things. But thank God for the last for the last couple of months, I've been stuck in the office developing products, which is very fun, which much yeah. fun. So we're busy at work preparing for Lotusphere. So um. I'm um, hits down in code, and I was in a meeting just up, up until we actually started this this uh, so recording, putting the final touches on what is going to be a great showcase for 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 Solosphere. Okay, great, and you've also um your pro- your company's developed a product that helps people when they attend Lotusphere as well. So we'll we'll come on to that a bit later on. Uh, so thanks for joining the show. And lastly, we're joined by Mike McGarrell. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Stuart. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Thank you. Thanks for, for coming on the podcast. So, uh, can you tell us what you do? I am a, um, well, Notes Domino web developer for a uh, company called Zarnowski. They are a uh, exhibit services company in North America. And we, so we do trade shows all over the country and even in certain parts of the world. So, we're, uh, we're, we're doing pretty good, pretty busy. Um, I'm very lucky that Notes is our development platform at that company so yeah. it's uh, uh, everything we do on our intranet and our customer extranet is notes based and for the last year i've been working on moving things to x pages so my concentration has been all x pages this past year Excellent. It's good, good to hear. There's so much X-Pages development going on. And uh, and also, obviously, your, your company's kind of becoming quite well-known just in terms of the people that, that you have working there. You've got some kind of celebs from around the Lotus community also working with you there, I think. Yes, yes. Um, yes, we do. Uh, our, our boss is John Rowling, Greyhawk 68. Yeah. Uh, Declan, 
I, my co-workers are Declan Lynch and Dave Levy. Wow, what a team. Yeah. Um, the A-team, that's great. Okay, well, thank, thanks for coming on. It's good to have you all on the podcast. So, as usual, the format of This Week in Lotus is, is we um, we wrap through some of the topics of the day in terms of some of the things that are going on in the Lotus community. Uh, obviously, at the moment, it's very much Lotusphere-based. Some other news stories are in there as well. And then, uh, as we uh, go on, we've then got a tip from each of our guests, and Darren and I too, and then we'll, we'll close off after about an hour. So, I hope you enjoy the show. So, Darren, do you want to kick us off? We're heading um, you know, at high speed towards Lotusphere 2011, just... 16 days away um do you think people are getting excited Uh, yeah i do i i think there's you know you just look at the twitter stream and almost everything now has a a hashtag ls11 on it uh you're starting to see the blog postings come out um you're starting to see people uh, you know we've got a a special section on this podcast today for for the newbies who are going um so it's it's starting to get there and you're starting to see uh you know the, the the classic bitchings if you want come out like the coffee so there's some important coffee news this week as well um so it is it's, it's starting around but when i saw a tweet this morning that said this time last year i was on the way to lotus fear and i was like oh it's wouldn't it be nice to go now based on the weather in atlanta <laughs> Wouldn't it just? Yeah, we're definitely a bit later on this year. I mean, it's a good couple of weeks later than last year for sure. So, um, so Mikael, how how are you doing with, with preparation? Obviously, as a exhibitor and and a partner, you must be doing quite a lot in terms of pulling together collateral and that kind of thing. Uh, does it feel different anyway to previous years, or is it just back in the normal routine of getting ready for the conference? Well, actually, last year we didn't have a booth in the showcase due to the financial crisis and and all that. So, so we so 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 we just went. But but this year we are back in full force, which means I think we are sending six people. So it's a matter of getting products ready, brochures, shirts, prices, web applications, all 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 the kind of stuff and. And and of, and of course, Lotus Fury is, is the event of the year for us, actually. So 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 we're going in full force. It's getting new products ready, getting finding. So it's it's very hectic right now. And I think the, for the next two weeks, it's going to be a whirlwind. So I'm, I'm actually already looking looking look, look, looking forward to to a Friday morning on on the 28th when I'm flying out of here. So hopefully I. I can get some sleep on the plane because <laughs> I don't think there'll be a lot of sleep between now and leaving. No sleep till Orlando. Um, no sleep until Orlando, and we all know how much time you get to sleep while at Lotus Fiesta. So it's going to be great. No, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be good. And Susan, you've already mentioned you're, you're sort of more heavily involved than you have been in previous years in terms of you know, track manager and, and running Guru Palooza and so on. It, it's, it feel different to you to previous Lotus Fairs because of all that going on? Well, yeah, of course. It's uh, it's been interesting on this end. Um, I've gotten to see who's speaking before the rest of you have. Um, I had to read like a hundred and some odd, uh, maybe more than that, uh, abstract submissions. Yeah. I had to proofread all the slides, uh, and then on top of that, I'm speaking. We had all the other stuff that has to go on with with planning the 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 whole show. It's very it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Would you would you be a track manager again if they asked? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. It's uh, no, uh, it's very educational. Actually, I think the question is whether you want to be working for IBM and speaking at Lotusphere because yesterday I found out what the process for being a, an IBM speaker is, and, and I think if the non-IBM speakers think they have it bad, I think you should um, hear how the internal IBM is 
what what they have to jump through, what hoops they have to jump through to actually go to Lotusphere and have stuff done and stuff like that. So that wasn't we too much fun. We have a, a a completely different process for getting slides submitted. That's for sure. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, you know, the approval process as a, a business partner and an outside person is is quite exhaustive in terms of making sure, um, you know, sort of logos and trademarks and, and everything else is is uh, along the right line. So it sounds as if that's even more exhaustive if you're inside IBM. It's quite interesting. So, so Roy and Mike, how are your preparations going? I, I guess, Mike, are you speaking this year? Well, I'm part of Lotusphere Idol. Okay. So you who? The abstract I submitted wasn't accepted, but uh, uh, I was accepted in Lotus for Idol. So I've been working on that, and I've been, and just in the odd instance I would win, I I've been working on the whole session, you know, not just the five minutes, because <laughs> I don't want to spend my time at Lotus Fair working on the session. Oh, that's that's very sensible. Um, what made you apply for for Lotus Fair? You've spoken at previous user groups and so on, haven't you? So so. What sort of made you want to be up on stage doing Idol? Um, it looked like fun. It looks exciting. Uh, I love a challenge, and, and it looks like a real challenge up there. Uh, I've been to the Lotus Fair Idol session before, previous Lotus Fairs, and it, it's always a great time. So I'd like to be part of that. Excellent. So. And, and Susan, you're judging Lotus Fair Idol this year, I think. I am. I'll start the bribe process now. Well, please Skype me your list what uh, what what what's good so i know what to bring we're, we're probably breaking some ibm rule about having a judge and a, and a contestant <laughs> on the same podcast so we need we need to be careful oh my God, <laughs> no just uh, i'll give you the paypal account number but <laughs> well, actually kidding aside kidding aside uh, the first lotus fear i spoke at i had never spoken at such a big event before and and being being cocky as I am, it, it, it didn't pr- turn out to be that big of a big of a problem for, for for me. But I think it's definitely something you want to you want to do if you're a first time speaker and you want to get and you want to dangle your feet a bit. And I think Idol is it's the way to start because it's lo- user groups and Lotusphere. It's something it's completely different, and I I, I can hardly and then I can. I, I would recommend Lotus Fear Idol to anyone who wants to speak at, at a at a um, so later point because it's yeah. it's 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 big. It's intimidating. I I completely agree with Michaela. There's this there's, there's something to be said for speaking to fifty people and then speaking to three hundred and fifty people. There's a big a bit of a big difference there. And Mikhail, of course, you have the added challenge of speaking in your non-native language as well. So serious kudos for getting up on stage at Lotusphere. I think it's amazing. Um, you know, Ed announced Lotusphere 2011 Lotusphere Idol uh, contestants the other day. We'll have a link in the show notes. So we've got uh, Mike, who's obviously on this call. Rene um, Winklemeyer is speaking as well. Peter Presnell from Group. Uh, Jennifer Stevenson from BlackBerry. And Mark Myers as well from the... Um, the London Developer Corp. So that's a, a really good lineup. I think it'll be a, an excellent session. Uh, takes place on Tuesday, one thirty. So make sure that's in your diary when you when you put together your agenda for the conference. 
Uh, and that's probably a good place to go uh, next in terms of in, uh, there's a good number of tools available uh, this year for planning your agenda. And I think it's something both Darren and I would definitely recommend you do is, is to sit down before you get uh, on site and actually work out what are your sessions you're you're wanting to head to. Maybe even put down a second or third choice for some of the slots because you may not necessarily have time to get to the one you want to get to. Or it may be full. It's good to know where you're going to go next. So, um, Mikhail, do you want to kick us off? Uh, I think your company, Intravision, have developed a web app uh, for scheduling your load space. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. So, here at Intravision, we do group calendaring and scheduling. So, it was right up our alley to to actually build something to help you schedule and plan your 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 lotosphere. So actually we kicked this off last year and we created a web app that, that runs on iPhones and Android phones. So if you go to ls.ontimesuite.com and I'm sure we'll have a link in the show notes, you can actually register and you can use this 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 web app to to go ahead and plan your schedule. You'll see everything that's going on from session, different tracks based on time, all the kind of stuff. You and you can and you can mark the the, the different sessions and and build up your own schedule. So actually, you'll you'll have your own um, customized schedule for the week. And then, of course, an application like this is nothing with without without the price. So we 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 actually have to give you something to actually use it or, or want to use it and and give us feedback and come to the booth and take take a look look at our products. So so. Part of, part of the app, and when you register for on the app, you actually participate in, in our drawing for, for an iPad, and you can come to, to a booth and you can participate. And, and of course, I would, I, would, I would recommend that you both register on the app and come to a booth and take a look at, at all the stuff that uh, we're actually doing. So, great thing, ls.ontimesuite.com. Uh, ls Should work on all iPhones and iPhones, iPads, Android phones. Anything as, as long as it, um, it um, so has a modern browser and is touch enabled. And, and I've actually used it and it is actually a very nice polished uh, application. So, so well done on that. And um, not only do we have uh, Mikel's stuff, but we also have Ben from GenieSoft. And no, I'm not saying his last name on air. <laughs> <laughs> I made nothing mess of it last week. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, for his, you know, the, the Lotus Note session database, which has been around for years and is still one of the best sources of information that you can you can get, uh, and then added to that, you know, the Turtle Partnership have their iPhone and, and BlackBerry apps that, that kind of feed off that. Um, so I think the full monty of, of mobile devices have 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 been covered. Um, I think if whatever mobile device you've got, be it an Android tablet, a BlackBerry, an iPhone, or iPad, I, I think you can walk around with some type of session database in your pocket with you. Because as someone said, uh, the sheets are saw last century or something like that, the pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I think it's going to be very interesting again this year to see how the Wi-Fi coverage is and whether they make the same mistakes as last year by only having an IP lease of 255 machines and stuff like that. It's, it's going to be um, interesting. <laughs> yes. Their, their, their subnet masks were not exactly <laughs> open to the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it was not incid- par. And, in, and incidentally to that, to, to people visiting from uh, to the U.S., uh, you know, if, if, if you're worried about spotty Wi-Fi coverage and the hotels are not cheap for Wi-Fi either, then, you know, you might want to get a daily plan of, of a MiFi or, or an overdrive, something like that from one of the cell phone carriers. 
Uh, and I'm sure if you're nice to someone, you'll see someone pop out of my fire and overdrive, and you can just ask to hop on them, and they'd have wireless hotspots that people carry around. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and also, actually, most years, it, the, the internet in the rooms on the Swan and Dolphin has actually been, been, been free if, if you were part of Lowsphere, but they don't usually tell you. So it might be a good idea to stop by the reception and make sure that it's free. And if it is free, and then just use the hell out of it in um, in your room if you're staying at the Swan and the yeah, Dolphin. Yeah, and, and even if it's not free, if you ask at the desk, they'll they'll sell it to you cheaper than if you sort of do it through the device in the room. So it's definitely worth asking about. Good, good suggestion, Mikel. Um, and Roy, uh, uh, have you planned your Lotosphere in that kind of detail before? Is that something you'll be looking to do this time around? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to many sessions because I'm going to be working the, boo the booth for Waitria. But uh, they do have a few uh, guest passes, so I will be able to get to a couple sessions. Excellent. So I'm doing a few, and I'm going to be downstairs most of the time. Great. Where there's no Wi-Fi at all. Where there's absolutely no Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. There's no phone signal or anything no. down there, I don't think. Yes, and I'll be in the black box. <laughs> Okay, Roy, do you want to tell us a bit about Wytria? Is, is that a tool that you use in, in your sort of daily working life? I have used it for the last uh, five or six years as a developer. Uh, they have a number of products that work very well with, uh, for the developers to keep applications consistent. Um, as I, had po I posted in a, a blog entry um, that I had a customer of mine that I had worked with a number of years ago that had, over the period of time that I haven't been there, had people come in and modify applications that I'd written, and nothing looked the same anymore. It was all haphazard. Nobody could tech, uh, nobody really took care to keep standards. And Wytria's products allow you to basically go in and standardize your application again. You can take one app and one form and say, "This is going to be the design form." And I want all these colors, and I want all these, you know, fonts and everything else. And you can pass it along and push it to all the other forms in the system. And the same thing with the views. So it really helps out a lot. And they have a number of other products for administration. They can they have a signing database uh, application, very quick and easy to sign the entire database. Um, so you're not sure. We're not sure what else I can tell you at the moment. I'm not given permission yet to say some things about the That's new stuff. Okay. But you'll be easy to track down in your bright orange T-shirt anyway. They always are every year. And if you need any reason to attend their booth, they give out jelly beans. Yeah, they're giving out jelly beans this year. Excellent. Okay, make sure that's on your list of places to go in the in the showcase. Um, so, Susan, Gurupalooza, um, you blogged about this yesterday, didn't you, in terms of some guidelines for, for folks that are attending and uh, taking part in Gurupalooza. Do you want to kick us off with, with what is Gurupalooza? When does it take place and, and kind of what's the aim of that session? Mm -hmm. Right, um, sure. It's uh, it, it happens Thursday at 10 a.m. in the big room where they end up having the Ask the Developer session at SWAN 5 through 10. And um, what it is, is it's a way for the non-IBM speakers to get up on stage and have you ask them questions, much like you do the, um, the developers a while later. And since the business partner and jump, Jumpstart uh, speakers and the show and tell speakers don't have a lab where they can be cornered, we put them up on stage. Not shy people, not, <laughs> not, not, not retiring, generally takes physical violence to make some of you be quiet. Um, to give over the mic, you have to punch some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and and because of that, because uh, you know, 
we're uh, we're all very uh, very proud of our knowledge. Uh, what I've decided this year is if it turns into a uh, I'm Smarter Than You Fest, those people will be assigned to go over to the side of the stage and actually dance with each other. <laughs> and and they have to pay a fine to uh, a charity. Excellent. So I've, I've, I've chosen the same charity that Bruce Elbert has on his website, Excellent. which is the Ch- Children's Cancer Association, I believe. Yep. He's got a PayPal button. So anyone, anyone who makes this not about the, the customers has to donate 10 bucks and bring me the receipt. But, but actually, I think it's, it, it's quite a good point about the Corpalooza that it's only an hour. And, and usually that, that there's, there's, there's more than enough questions. So, and, and, that, and as you said, none of the speakers are, are actually shy. So feel free to come walk up to any speaker and ask the questions during, 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 during the conference because that's why we're there. We, 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 we want to give away stuff. We, we, we really want to help people. So to just come up and talk to all the speakers instead of waiting until Thursday and, and hoping that you can get your question in there. Right. By definition, the, uh, the gurus uh, pretty much are the people with the speaker's badges and not the ugly IBM staff shirts. <laughs> oh, I might, I might print, yeah, write that down and print that one out. That's great. Um, so uh, you, you're hosting it this year. Normally it's Rocky Oliver, isn't it, who I don't think is going to be at Lotusphere this year. So you, you're taking charge of that. Um, and, and I think the idea is you'll have um, some of the, the folks, some of the other speakers that can't be on stage, either because there isn't room or, the, or they didn't present on those tracks, they're going to sit in the front row so you can pass questions to them if required. Right, I'm having a, 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 what I call a bullpen. That's a baseball term, so I don't know how it translates across the world. But uh, these are the backup people. So if the people on stage can't answer your question, then um, I've asked the other speakers who weren't in these tracks if they want to come sit down front. Um, then we'll uh, we'll see if we can pass the mic to them without them getting tackled. Um, it's it's a lively session. It's a fun session. Um, but it's also very good information. You get the kind of answers that IBM won't give you. And I'm IBM, I can tell you that. There's some things that I just can't stay, say in public and still keep my job. You um, say the truth. So uh, I try to say the truth, but, uh, you know, you guys say it with a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> we say the real truth. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then as, as somebody who was up on stage at Groupalooza last year and didn't get to answer a question, I will plea for some non-notes and domino questions this year. Um, you know, it, it's, I think the session is designed to be um, you know, questions for the gurus on, on all topics, whether it's, you know, latest forms or uh, connections or quicker or, or, you know, a- any kind of topic that's covered at Lotusphere. So uh, it would be great if we had some, some other questions as well come up during the hour. Yeah, right, and, and, so Stuart is asking for some some plants in the audience, so people that are listening here. Can you ruin connections on a stand? There you go. That'll, that'll be a live discussion. <laughs> well, that, that's forty minutes of the session gone, Dan. Um, that, that will be requiring uh, dancing in the corner, I'm sure. <laughs> Excellent. So, so that's definitely a session to look forward to. That's on uh, Thursday morning, isn't it? About 10 a.m. Um, and, of course, this year we've also got another Meet the uh, session, haven't we? So we, we've got Meet the Developers, as usual, I think, at 11. There's also a Meet the Product Managers this time around. I, uh, I have heard that. Um, ask the product, dev- product Managers, which is going to be Ed's team down there. Uh, please don't hurt them. Um, <laughs> no fruit in the audience. Um, you know, nothing to toss up there. They're being very good about it. We uh, we moved it. We we kept moving sessions around, trying not to 
to get anybody to conflict with any of these. We weren't totally successful. Um, but, uh, but please uh, try to be nice to these folks. But actually kidding aside, I think it's great and it's probably one of the, the better additions because the last previous, the previous years there's been a lot of questions asked in the asset developers session where they, they have no way of actually asking uh, or um, so answering this because it's actually a product man management question and, and, and a lot of time is spent explaining people that this is not a technical question, it's a product related question. So uh, I think it'll, it makes a lot of sense to actually go to both and have both. So I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and Ed replied on uh, a blog post by Greg Eldred yesterday uh, in terms of um, you know whether product managers can actually answer questions at that session. And he's very keen that they can, um, but but there probably will be some topics that are kind of either off limits or just parked at the beginning in terms of saying you know we don't have anything to say about this or it's already publicly known or we just can't talk about it. Um, and and then I think very much it needs to be questions from the audience that are you know answerable questions in terms of direct questions rather than necessarily. A, a moan or a rant or, or something that could take place offline so uh, it, it, I'm sure that's going to be a, a great addition to the schedule I think as somebody else just said I think uh, it's going to be an interesting um, hour to, to get the views of maybe some of the product managers that, that most people don't know I mean Ed's very well known in the community I'm not sure the product manager for quicker or same time or um, you know, forms or whatever it is as well known so I think it'd be great to have those up on stage and, and for people to be able to um, to get to know them. And to make it really interesting, they should make questions 140 characters or less. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's an idea. Maybe that's an idea. So um, for, for those that will be presenting this year, uh, you just raised an interesting point, Darren. Are you going to be encouraging um, your feedback from the audience in terms of tweets and that kind of thing? That seems to be very much de rigueur at other conferences like Enterprise 2.0 and so on. Only if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Not during the session, no. Ne negative feedback, will you will be taken out and beaten. Um, that, that I, 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 I don't care either way. I'm usually too busy trying to keep up on my own massive slide deck to actually be able to look at what someone's, someone's tweeting about. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea, but I also think in a show and tell, we've got so much content to, yeah. to, to troll through inside of 90 minutes that it's, it's almost impossible except at the Q&A session, maybe go back and, and see if there's any questions that came in on, on, on Twitter that way. Um, it, it's very interactive towards the end anyway. So, you know, Sean tells, I'm, I'm not quite sure of a forum for that, but I, I don't present at any of the other sessions, so I couldn't answer that. Yeah, and actually, if you're at the conference, stand up for crying out loud. Go up to the microphone and ask the question instead. It's, it's why the speakers are there. Ask the question instead of sitting around mur murmuring and being a bit upset that the one thing you wanted to know about about this talking topic wasn't mentioned, then stand up, ask the question. They, they're um, called English people? <laughs> they, they're called <laughs> Americans. Uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to um, point out also that Ben's um, database has a, a button that you can submit questions to, to the database for the speakers of any, any session. Um, most of us use that database to go through before we speak. Oh, to see what topics we might answer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. I didn't know that either. I guess no one's ever asked me a question that way. No. There you go. You should go back and check it. 
And on that topic, actually, Chris Miller, uh, Mr. I Do Notes, um, put out a webcast yesterday as part of his I Do Notes um, series where he went through the um, the database that Ben has, has created in terms of some of the features in there, uh, things like you know the the book, the list of books that's in there, um, being able to ask questions, being able to tweet your location, which is new this year, um, that kind of thing is, is all in that database. And I think um, a lot of people probably need to take a second look at that because it's very easy just to go back to the functionality you've known from previous years and I think there's some there's some really good new stuff in there as well this time around. So so that's on, on idnotes.com also it is listed on the Lotusphere blog as well. We also have this year the Blogger Open is back again. Uh, Curious Mitch Cohen has organised it again. Uh, we have a good number of um, of uh, sponsors uh, for that event. We've got uh, Andrew Pollock's company, Northern Collaborative Technologies. Chris Miller is sponsoring and also uh, Dar- David Leedy as well at Notes in Nine are all sponsoring that event. Uh, Darren, you took took uh, part in that last year, didn't you? I remember we were on the same uh, team, I think. Um, is, is that something you'd recommend to people? Uh, yes, it is probably one of the highlights of Lotusphere is watching a lot of socially inadequate people try and play mini golf. Uh, it really is. It's, it's a lot more fun than you would think. Uh, and you kind of split up into teams of four or five. And it used to be that you'd put you'd, you'd, you'd kind of be assigned a team. But I think 13 minutes into the blogger open, they kind of give all of that up. And it's kind of first come, first serve. And, and Mike McGowell can kind of fill us in on that because he, he actually developed the app. But I think they're going away from, registra- uh, from, from teams. But you still have to register. And this is the Thursday afternoon, late in the afternoon, like 5, 5.30 p.m. Uh, after Lotusphere itself is, is shut down. And it is a very good way to, to get to know the people in your team and you find out who's ultra-competitive, who will steal balls, <laughs> uh, and, and all ends of stuff, and, and who has no hand-eye coordination. And you'll hear the word for quite a lot. I had Mary Beth Raven on my team two years ago. It's a lot of fun. It's great, and I, I always find it, it's, it's a great time for folks to relax, you know, some of the IBMers particularly who, you know, necessarily have to take Lotusphere quite seriously in terms of, you know, manning booths and, um, you know, uh, running sessions, that kind of thing, like Mary Beth, ha- you know, have the chance to relax on Thursday evening with a beer and, and you know, take part in this event, and, and you really do so, see the so, kind of social side of Lotusphere uh, once, you know, a lot of folks have gone home and you've just got a smaller group there um, for that event. So, Mike, you've been involved in, in setting up that website how's that gone uh, it, it's going really well I, um, I, I changed it I worked on it last year since the, the registration didn't work the first year that it, uh, that it was on I, I offered to help out for the second year and then we got that going but as Darren mentioned the registration sort of goes out the window as soon as it starts because people aren't there other teams are ready ahead of other people so we're just having it first come, first serve. Uh, if you want to go with a certain group of people, just be there at the same time. And when it's time to go, then your group just goes. Um, there is a limited number of people. I don't know what the, the number is. But uh, if you want to get in on this, you should check in early and, you know, and register yeah. early. Uh, registration opens up on uh, this Monday, 17th. So, so sometime. I don't I don't know when this will send the announcement. It'll be sometime. Okay, and and there's a Twitter ID associated with that, isn't there? Is it Blogger Open? I think yes, the, yes. the Twitter ID is. And I, I've just noticed to my horror that there are uh, photos from previous events up on the website. <laughs> so 
the past past two years, there's uh, links to Flickr sets. Okay, I'm going to have to go through and, and filter those a little bit later. So, um, so yeah, that, that's so it's five thirty on Thursday. If you're staying Thursday night at Lotusphere, head to that. It's mm-hmm. a, a a really great session. So, um, so that's something to look forward to. And Mike, thanks for your work on that, and also Mitch Cohen as well, obviously. Um, so Roy, you're you're going to be a booth babe this year. Uh, yeah, your booth babe. Yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah. be you'll be helping out Wide Trio. Um have you manned a booth before in the past? Uh no. Never at the Lotusphere, at other conferences, but never at Lotusphere. So I'm looking forward to it. Except for I'm not looking forward to my feet at the end of the three days. Well the advice for Lotusphere is generally to wear the most comfortable shoes you have. I should think that's that's doubly true if you're manning a booth. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's gonna be an enjoyable time standing on cement floors for that time. Okay. But uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Wytria was very generous to give me the ability, the conference for free. They sent him, set me up to go and asked me to stand at their booth and talk about their products. And Mikhail, you've you've manned booths in the past. I know at some of the user groups and possibly at Lotusphere. Have you got any advice for for Roy in terms of, of what that job is like? Um, the shoes are definitely important. <laughs> I would bring a shirt because. It's, I've heard it's cold. The, the, the aircon is 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 brutal. The yeah. floor is amazingly hard to, to to stand on. So I would would much recommend bringing. So if you if you're required to to wear black shoes, for instance, bring a couple of sneakers instead of hard soled shoes because your your feet will be killing you. Um, the, the, I think the shirt and then bring a magazine because. Sometimes there's just nothing to do. So, mm-hmm. shirt, magazine, comfortable shoes, and I think you should be um, you should be well covered. Yeah, uh, David Julian, who set this up for me, told me that our booth is directly underneath the air conditioning vent. And Good luck to bring a long sleeve shirt to put under the white tree shirt. So, yeah. and and. For, for those new to Lotusphere, we'll obviously be coming on to some advice for, for them in the future. Um, has anybody got any advice regarding visiting the showcase? Is it, you know, obviously it's worth going down to, but is there any particular time when it's good to go down to the showcase? Is there, are there any events down there that are worth attending? I think the welcome reception is, is always good. Like Monday, Monday night, there are beers, there'll, there'll be drinks, you can, you can walk around, talk, to different vendors, and, 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 and I really think that you owe yourself and you owe the vendors to go through the, to go through the um, showcase and take a look at what they've got. And, 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 and it's all years, there are great prizes to be won, actually. So I think it's well worth to go down there and um, take a look around. Absolutely right, and um, I've always found certainly that you know there's for those that haven't been there's an escalator that leads from kind of the main uh, lobby area of of, um, of the Dolphin Hotel down into the showcase, and that's always a good spot to to wait for colleagues to meet other people you're you're planning to meet through the event, uh, and there's some good seating downstairs as well in the showcase, plus access to um, the developer one of the labs and it's solution developer lab i think is down there and also the book um, the bookstore bookstore as well so there's always stuff going down in the showcase it's well worth heading down that way getting to the bookstore early this year because the x page book will be on sale from what i hear <laughs> and i'm sure it will sell out quick i'm sure and obviously ben's been doing a good job of promoting the books this year so i'm sure there'll be a lot more attention on those than probably in previous years too susan what did you want to say 
Um, I, this is Solution Developers Lab is actually the lab that I'm assigned to. So okay. when when they can catch me and throw me in there when I'm not doing my other work, I'll be in there. But uh, Tim Clark is also there. Uh, Wes Morgan will be in and out. Uh, but it's for uh, for business partners, ISVs, solution developers. Check our website. Uh, there'll be a link around. I'll get it put in, the, in these notes uh, to see what you can do down there. Yeah, it's always good stuff going on down there. Good chance to try out some of the new technologies if you don't have access to those at home or you know where you work. Um, so that's great. And Darren, we've got some plans for this week in Lotus at Lotusphere as well. Um, we'll. We'll be running up to Lotusphere. We've got a couple more episodes, I think, until we head out there. But um, the plan is for us to, to, to have an episode while we're there, which is quite exciting. That's what you've told me. <laughs> well, of course, we put in this boff that um, yeah, that the, the audience of Lotusphere soundly rejected. It wasn't in the list of accepted boffs, so um, we we felt that was that was still too good an opportunity to miss to have a live show whilst at Lotusphere. So we we've got a room that um, is going to be made available for an episode of this week in Lotus. We'll have uh, us two and a panel of, of esteemed, uh, knowledgeable guests. Uh, I'm sure some some IBM as partners customers. Um, all up on stage doing a live this week in Lotus uh, in one of the, the you know the main presentation rooms at Lotusphere. The the date and time is still to be um, completely finalised. So we can't announce that here, but it'll definitely be uh, made made very public uh, before the event. So it's definitely something to head along to. And thank you to the IBMers. You know who you are that are making this possible. Absolutely right, absolutely right. And we'll have some microphones there as well so that audience can ask questions, uh, you know, and throw rotten tomatoes at the panel and whatever else they want to do. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll be good to um, to do uh, an event live like that. And, and we'll be recording, obviously, the... Um, the uh, episode and the event, and, and that will be going out as our uh, podcast for, for that week of Lotus Series. It's exciting. It is, and we need to decide if we're doing one the day before we all fly out because that's kind of going to be tight to get out. So we have to decide yeah. what's up. 30th, if we're doing a podcast on the 30th. I'm not, I'm not flying out until Saturday, so I'm very happy to, to do that, even if you're busy heading out there. So um, we'll, we'll we'll get that scheduled. It'd be good not to not to miss a week if we possibly can. So we'll see how we go with that. Um, there's also some stuff going on with the Lotus Fear podcast. Um, I'm not sure how many people are aware of that. It's listed on Planet Lotus. Um, there's Lotus podcast, sorry, LotusFearPodcast.com. Um, we've done some shows where I interviewed um, some of the folks from around the community. That that will be ramping up as we go towards Lotus Fear. So if anybody wants to take part in those, if they've got some stuff to tell the community about activities at Lotus Fear, please do let us know. Um, one of the shows we did last week was to talk to Matt White and. Um, Mark Myers uh, about the contest that Bruce Elgort and others are running for the Children's uh, Cancer Association. Susan mentioned that earlier on, called "It's a Small Lotus World." Um, Roy, Mike, have you have you seen that contest? It's, it's an amazing piece of artwork, I, isn't it? I've already I've already put in my raffle ticket. Bought my raffle tickets. So yes, it's a ten dollar cost to um, to enter, and you know the prizes are pretty amazing. There's, there's four really good prints of that artwork. So um, so yeah, definitely recommend taking part in that if if you haven't already. Just head to Bruce Elgott's blog. We've got a link in the show notes for that. Yeah, I I love that Lotus uh, the picture with the different houses and the that whole that whole world, and it's fun just trying to figure out who's who and what's what on that uh, on that picture. They've mentioned that it's been commissioned, but I don't know who actually did the artwork, but it's, it's phenomenal. Somebody's very, very talented, clearly. It was it, the link to the artist in, in uh, Bruce's post, I think. It's, there's a link on there. Okay. Well, very talented. 
Absolutely. Uh, something else that sprung up yesterday is if you are looking to uh, share a ride from the um, airport to the hotel and, and back to the airport again at the end of Lotusphere, there's a new Twitter ID, Lotus Cab, um, which you can tweet to, uh, just do a reply to them with um, some details of where you want to go. Um, uh, and so, Sorry, at what time, clearly where you want to go is Lotusphere, but what time you fly in, um, you know, how many of you there are and that kind of thing. And that Twitter ID will try and kind of link people together uh, and retweet it as well. It's being run by Dakova, who are a business partner. So that's worth knowing about. So let's go on to um, advice for newcomers. Clearly every year there's there's many of us kind of loyalists who go back to Lotosphere yet again, but there's also a good number of, of folks that will be at Lotosphere for the for the very first time. So um, you know, going around the panel, Dan and John will kick us off. What, what's your advice for um, the, the first time? Are there any uh, events they, they particularly should be attending? Um, start early, start often. So uh, the, the ball, the blogger and whatever the L stands for these days, dinner, um, starts at the, uh, I can't remember the place, the name of that place. Uh, the, the Bigger River Brewery. There yeah, you go, Big, Big River, River Brewery. Brewery. The Big River Brewery out on the, on the boardwalk, and then at short, that's, that's on a Saturday afternoon. That starts reasonably early. I think I was at like 11.30 a.m. <laughs> last year. I don't think I'll be there that early this year, but, but go to that. You, you're going to start the be able to put names to faces. You'll hear people talk and be like, oh, that sounds like Stuart McIntyre. Well, he won't be there because he's flying in late, slacker. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then after that is obviously the, the Turtles party, which really is, is bald moves to ESPN zone, which is like four or five bars down. Uh, and, and that's, you know, that's what I would start with. Uh, it starts long before Lotusphere Real starts. You know, if you can, come on, come on the Saturday, get there reasonably early and come along to these things. You'll meet a lot of interesting people. And you'll see them drunk, so you'll get honest opinions. And you don't have to be a blogger to go to Bold. No. Uh, yes, and you don't have to be invited to go to the Turtles party. <laughs> you don't have to be a blogger to go to the Blogger Open. No, you don't. Yes, everyone's invited to everything. This is a very open community. It just sounded weird to say old, so it's easy to say Bold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I'm um, on Sunday, so I don't fit in. Uh, this is yeah. Sue. Oh. Uh, I've uh, I've got some uh, uh, good tips for for newbies. Um, the developers lab, uh, where we actually corner the developers, tie them to tables, and let you sit there and uh, ask them questions, is what most people say is worth the price of admission. So the questions you have about you know why your code does what it does, um, they can tell you. Bring your code and bring your PMR numbers. People bring yeah. people bring six pages of um, of diagrams. You know, bring your network diagram. Bring uh, bring bring everything. And uh, some people I've seen show up with twenty and thirty um, pages of questions. But um, but if you have PMRs, you're going to be wanting to corner me or Wes or someone to support people because the developers um, they'll tell you about code. Uh, the other thing I want you to do with the developers is go in there and look at their faces, and then when you see them running around um, the, the show, buy them a drink because they're the hardest working people there. They have to sit there all day and let you, um, you know, just brain, drain them dry, suck their brains out, and they go home exhausted. So get them a drink, get them coffee. Actually, most of them don't drink, but they will drink coffee, Mountain Dew, whatever has caffeine in it. Um, so, but but. 
I'll throw my drink for sure. Excellent. There's also the research lab, of course, which is, uh, I think, just alongside that one, uh, where you can see some of the, the up-and-coming research projects that may one day make it into a product. Again, it's a good opportunity to ask some of the developers of those research projects some pretty in-depth uh, questions about how they're developing them, why they're using certain technologies and so on. That's always a really good one. And Mary Beth's UI lab is right there also. Yep. And again, that, that's, you know, meet the designers effectively. So you can ask Mary Beth and the team, you know, why did they design it the way they did? Why is one UI working the way it is? Um, <clears throat> you know, look, look at some of the upcoming products. So last year, I remember at Lotusville, I looked at Connections 3, which only came out in November in the end. So for almost a full year on from Lotusville. And, and you could see the prototypes, you know, try out some of the functions in there, tell the developer why you felt it should work slightly differently or, or you know, what they were doing was good and so on. So that's a, that's a great opportunity to speak to the developers direct. Yeah, they want you to give them feedback. Yeah. And then, then probably the, the the guide for the newbie for Lotusphere is Andy Donaldson's uh, guide to Lotusphere, his excellent uh, how-to if you're new. Yeah. We, again, we have a link to the show notes to that. Uh, Andy's done that in the last three years, I think. It, it's a really cracking guide. In terms of just some of the practicals of, of you know how to get there, what to wear, all that kind of thing, uh, it's worth mentioning it's a pretty casual um, conference, isn't it? Uh, certainly there aren't many shirts and ties, um, maybe par- apart from the Lotus 6X, they're probably the only ones who do wear shirts and ties. Um, so you know, it, it's some good advice in there, well worth um, taking a read of that, and we'll have a link to it. Um what else is is going on? There's also uh, the OGS, of course, on Monday. Any advice for the OGS? Yeah, get there early. Yep. Get up front. Yep. And if you're a blogger, get there even earlier because get there's there not enough early. yellow seats. Yeah, get those yellow beanbags. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so something I, I would say uh, for the newcomer, particularly if you're coming with people from your organisation, is don't feel you have to hang out with your uh, with your colleagues that entire conference. I think there's clearly something to be gained by bouncing ideas off of colleagues while you're there. But also, you know, there's a great opportunity for you to meet new people, people that you don't see every day in your cubicle or wherever. So get out and speak to people. Speak to speak to um, you know the guy you're sat next to at a uh, at a session or you know the person you meet on the showcase floor. It's it's the the best opportunity for networking you're going to get all year. Yeah, I would say the best way to do that is not see your co- colleagues until the end of the show. Yeah, I think that's right. And, uh, of course, there's Birds of a Feather sessions too. Um, Mikel, are you um, running one of those this year? Yes, I have one with Bob Belf on Wednesday morning, I think, at 7 a.m. And even though it's early, I think all well, all the buffs are either early or they're late. But it's definitely worth to go. And and I think the buffs are probably some of the hidden gems of uh, the conference, as well. Where you, where you can go and e- meet um, even-minded um, people and talk about the stuff that actually matters to you. And, and just so, so people actually understand what the buff is, it's 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 not a session where you just come and sit. It's it it's 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 designed to be an interactive discussion. The facilitators might have a couple of things that they want to kick off with, but 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 oftentimes it's just a matter of meeting people, talking, discussing, and having an hour with 10, 15, 20 people sit together and talk about stuff that matters to them and form and, and network. Again, talk about the stuff that matters to you, and I would highly recommend that people go. Boss have been some of my favorite sessions. Just because you have the small groups and you have that interaction, 
and you get to hear different opinions of the product and how they're used and you know where things are going and where you think other people think things should be going. It's really good. Absolutely right. And again, I, I echo that. I mean, they, they tend to be early in the mornings at 7am and, and late at night about 6pm, sort of ending, rounding off the day. But there really is no better way to, to get to know people and, and understand your topic probably better than you did before you went to Low Sphere than, than going to Boff. So I think that's that's great advice to, to make it to those. Yeah, and bring coffee from your room because there's no longer coffee at the Boff. So bring coffee from your room or your hotel in a way. But on the subject of coffee, Darren, there was some news about coffee this week, wasn't there? Did did I did I see a tweet by Ed Brill saying that there, there's going to be coffee uh, in between sessions at Lotus Sphere? Coffee all the time, yeah. Isn't that good? There's, there's certainly been some folks around the community, Declan and Julian, that have mentioned this <laughs> once or twice in the past. So it, that I mean that that's fantastic. Um, that, that there's going to be uh, be coffee available. It's certainly something that. Let's um, talk about a cafe of some kind. Yeah, I don't think there's details on that yet. So it's actually on the web now. Oh, is that? Lotus, it's called Lotusphere Cafe. It's actually on the web now. So if you Google for, for coffee Lotusphere Cafe, you'll actually come up. So that's hmm. an official thing now. Lotusphere Cafe. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we'll have a look. Looks good. Okay, um, and any other final advice? Um, what about where to go when the day is over? Where do people head um, when kimonos. we get to sort of... <laughs> sorry, where was that? Kimonos. Kimonos. Tell us about kimonos then. Sushi bar. It's an excellent place just to hang out, karaoke, and just have a great time. Everybody just goes over there, very relaxed. Sushi and beer. What good one in sake? What else can you ask for? <laughs> Darren, have you ever been to Kimonos? <laughs> yes, several <laughs> times. <laughs> Darren, you have a seat with your name on it, right? Be, be yeah, wary videos. when you sing at Kimonos because there are secret people videoing you. Oh, it's not I secret. Think. They stand out in front. You can't see them for all the flashes of people taking photographs of you. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, but, but, yeah, but, but, but Kimonos is also one of those things that... that so you go to the conference, so you go to the sessions of, of the day, you go to the baths, and then there's something, usually some, some, something in the evening, right? Like the Wednesday yeah. night party or there's a customer dinner or whatever. But then after that, don't go back to the hotel. No. Stay and go. So, so that's where the fun starts, right? So that's mm-hmm. after the day. So the, so the day is done after your dinner or your Wednesday night party or whatever. That's when you, that's when you go. So it's usually not until 10 or 11 that people show up at kimonos, for instance. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think last year we, we started what may well become a new tradition. Uh, myself, Stuart, Mike, who's on the call, and Lisa. And I'm not sure if anyone else there. Uh, if, if I Mitch Cohen was as well. Mitch Cohen was still up before he went to get his airplane the next day. Oh, he was? Okay, so Mitch was there. Uh, we actually stayed the entire Thursday night in kimonos until they booted us out. So this year we'll probably do the, the second annual Lotus Fear Thursday last call party and see if we can be the last ones in there again. Yeah, the, the lights were on and they were saying, uh, hey guys, time to go. <laughs> and it's, it's very notable actually that um, you know, how friendly the folks are at uh, the Dolphin and Swan. You know, I, I think a lot of them have been there a number of years and kind of know about Lotusphere. And, and although they host a huge number of conferences there every year, it's a lot of them say to, to folks that are at Lotusphere, you know, it's kind of good to have you back because I think we do light up the place with, with the community and, and the events that go on there. So, um, yeah, d- definitely take part in all that that goes on that isn't on the official agenda for sure. Just one more thing, the Wednesday night party, 
Yeah. I've, I've noticed that um, when I've attended, time just really flies. You can only get to a couple rides and maybe a quick bite to eat, and then it's over. If you attend that, then if there's a certain ride that you want to get to, you should uh, go straight there. Absolutely right. And with it being at the new park this year, the Harry Potter um, bit of uh, Islands of Adventure, I, I think that's going to be even more the case, is that there's going to be a number of rides that nobody's yeah. been on before. So, uh, yeah, but but the thing that um, people uh, got caught up in last year was a good number of people tried to walk. Now, I think that's going to be different in terms of, um, uh, sorry, walk to that party. Now, last year it was MGM, which is the local park. It's different with Islands of Adventure. It's in, almost you know, on the way to Orlando, isn't it? So yeah. I, I, I think that the advice is definitely to catch the official buses. There's, you know, or probably a hundred buses, if not more, that go from the hotels. So to just get in the official line, uh, and you will get there. You will get on the rides if you uh, head to the party. But get there early. Get to the line early. It's a, it takes a long time. Yeah, absolutely right. So so that's our kind of uh, informal guide to Low Sphere for the newbie. Uh, it's a good number of people I know that are either going or certainly are, are very much looking forward to getting to Low Sphere this year. Um, so uh, yeah. Any other questions you have, uh, put them on our blog and we'll make sure we cover those next week. Just some last items of news before we wrap up. First of all, a fellow podcast is back. The X-Cast run by Tim Clark, and it was Stefan Wissell, uh, is back again. Uh, we've still got Tim running it, but we now have David Leedy and Paul Withers, um, which uh, is, is a great podcast. Anybody listen to their latest one yet? I, I listened to it a couple days ago, and they have a great review of all the X-Pages sessions. Uh, they, they do a rundown where they have a short description and let you know what's going to be in uh, all those sessions. So, so that's very helpful. Excellent. It's good, good to see that back. There's, there's some tremendous podcasts in, in this community, you know, taking notes and I do notes and, and the Xcast is back and some of the other uh, you know, webcast um, type things, screencasts, are uh, a tremendous value. So it's great to see the Xcast back again. Um, the, uh, there's also a podcast that the Lotus User Group are running with the GM of Lotusphere, Alistair Rennie. Um, so we've got a link to that in the show notes. Uh, anybody know when that's taking place? <clears throat> Wasn't it published already? I saw something in the last newsletter. They had a podcast with Alistair. They have I heard the podcast with Alistair the other day. Yeah, yeah it's okay. already out. Yeah. Apologies, I, I thought that was up, um, still coming. We've got a link in the show notes. Uh, it's two minutes with Alistair Rennie, uh, and that's on the Lotus User Group website. Um, so it's do it. It's actually it's actually like fifty minutes with Alistair. Rennie. Yeah, so say it's almost an hour. Yeah, it's 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 a long one. Yeah. It says uh, two minutes with on the website. It's not way we're described. Like us calling ourselves an hour <laughs> Alistair podcast. Talks a lot. Alistair <laughs> likes to talk. Excellent. And, and, and there is a clue in there at the end. He says yeah. the, the OGS speaker is quote-unquote excellent. So I'm changing my guess yet again to Keanu Reeves. So what? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. I hadn't figured that link, actually. That's a good one. Anybody yeah, else have any suggestions one. for the OGS speaker? I said the uh, Chilean miners, since they're going to be at Disney World at the same time we're there. Could be. That would be good. Anybody else? <laughs> Analytics, data mining. There you go. That's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> data mining. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I think it'll be Harry Potter. <laughs> no, that would be interesting. They've had a fair few That'd actors cool. and so on over the years, haven't they? Could yeah, could be the the guy who plays Harry Potter. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. Radcliffe, yeah. I quite yeah, like it to be Hermione. I think that would be good. Or the author, J.K. Rowling. Ooh, she's got more money than nice. God. She doesn't need it. 
I don't think they could afford her. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could be right. Um, another item of news is that the blog of year is uh, voting is open on the Planet Lotus website. Uh, it's been running the last couple of years. We've had um, Ed Brill and Chris Tui win that in the last two years. Voting's open uh, again. You just go on to the Planet Lotus website, uh, log in or register if you haven't already, uh, and you can just choose one of the blogs uh, that you think is, is blog of the year. Um, anybody got any suggestions who that should be this time around? You. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I've listed, I think uh, Tom Duff is, is certainly a candidate this year. I think, um, you know, uh, Ben, who does the, the database, I think, has, has done some great blogging, particularly around the books this year. So there's some, there's some great contestants, I think. Um, just make sure everybody votes that reads Planet Lotus. There's a good number of people read that every day. It'd be good if every one of those votes and, and we get a good winner of that award. Okay, uh, and a couple of, of last items. Um, of course, there was yet another Apple announcement, which which get plenty of coverage on the web, but we'll mention it here. Uh, that the iPhone's now going to be available on Verizon. I guess there'll be a good number of folks who haven't bought into the iPhone uh, yet because of the AT and T coverage issues and and reliability issues and so on. Uh, Mike, uh, do you, do you think people will switch to to Verizon or, or else buy an iPhone where they haven't had one in the past? Um, I've heard talk at work with with uh, some of our iPhone users that they are ready to switch. Uh, it's mostly a coverage issue in this, in the Chicago area. Not everyone, not, it's, it's not equal everywhere. So they would rather go with Verizon instead of AT&T. But um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think people are ready to, to move over. And for me, the, the more interesting bit from that announcement actually is that, is that you're now going to have hotspot um, access in the iPhone, which uh, you've been able to have if you jailbreak your iPhone for a while. I, I use that on mine, but uh, it's great that's going to be in the product. A lot of people use that with Android devices, so it's great you're going to be able to effectively use your phone as a MiFi. Of course, the issue is always whether your telecoms provider allows that, which I think is going to be a challenge uh, with, with AT&T and other people too. And And I think from a from a business perspective, I think AT&T are going to be okay for the next 12 to 18 months because a lot of people re-up their contracts for an iPhone 4. But I think Mike is right. A lot of people are ready to switch because AT&T have some atrocious public relations in, in the States right now as far as drop calls and quality mm-hmm. and, and not being sat in a stadium and not getting data coverage until like the ninth inning of a baseball game. Uh, so, you know, the, the AT&T have some really, really big issues. It's going to be interesting to see if Verizon can actually not fall foul of the same success. I think that's the challenge. Certainly in the UK with O2, they, they've regularly stated how much extra data iPhone users use than anybody else. So I think whoever takes on the iPhone has to be ready for that extra data usage, which is the challenge. Um, last item of news this week is yet another lug that is coming up soon. Um, it's in February, I think. Uh, Roy, um, is this Ski Lug, this latest one? Actually, I'm going to let Mike talk about this one. He's very involved in it. Yeah, um, I actually, this is another uh, website I... I volunteered on. I, I, I got to learn to say no. Do you do both? It's called Ski Lug. It's put together by Bill Melchiski. It's going to occur uh, at the end of February in, uh, in, uh, in Maine, in a town in Maine. And, uh, February uh, 25th to 27th. 27th. Yeah. It's just a, a quick weekend. There's uh, Dave... Or an afternoon of technical sessions, and then the rest of the weekend is just uh, outdoor fun, either skiing or snowboarding or just hanging around the lodge. So it's 
it's just a kind of a quiet, relaxing. It's a good one to bring the family to, so they have something to do. I'm, I'm having visions of hot tub time machine, Lotus you, edition. There is a hot tub. There is a 95 degree hot tub there. Sounds tremendous. Of course, we had D Dive last year, didn't we? The event in um, in Italy that that just looked fantastic for the videos and so on that were taken there. I think Ski is going to be one of those that that really engages people with with some of the social stuff that goes on around it. So that's great. We'll have a link in the show notes to that too. So thanks everybody for for covering the news. That's all we've got to to go through this week. Darren, do you want to kick us off with the tips? What's your tip for this time? Um, yeah, so we've all talked about when you're at Lotusphere, don't be afraid to speak to people, etc., etc. So you need an icebreaker, and, and I'm going to give you an icebreaker. It should be along the lines of, ask the other person in the line, do you listen to This Week in Lotus? Those guys are brilliant idiots wasting their time or deserve a Grammy. You can put whatever you want at the end. Uh, but that will allow you to expose this excellent podcast to others in the world. Bless you, Darren. I think that's a great idea. Whether people do it or not, it didn't matter, but that's tremendous. Uh, shameless, I think, is probably the word. Mike, what, what are your tips for this time? Well, I, I have a tip uh, for, um, for all XPages developers. During the, uh, the XCast, David Levy announced that they're putting together an XPages cheat sheet for Lotusphere. And it's four pages of things that you're always going to reference, um, how to get uh, database information, how to get to a field, uh, things like that, how to get to an item on the page. All that stuff that you're always going to do, he's putting that out. He's working with Lotus Education on that. I've seen advanced copies of that. I helped, you know, did a little bit of reviewing on that, and it's really good. It's really going to be helpful. And it looks really nice. Excellent. So, Okay, we'll, we'll definitely link to that uh, in the show notes. Sounds great. Yeah, he'll, I know he'll have it at his session, and it'll be at other places throughout Lotusphere. Okay, I think they talked about that on, on the Xcast as well, didn't they? So, again, it's worth listening to that podcast for more details. Mm-hmm. Yep. Susan, do you have a tip? Tip is to be, uh, be kind to your developers and be kind to the staff there because we're all doing double duty. Absolutely right. I, I think, you know, tremendous that, um, that so many IBMers take... You know, uh, on these extra tasks, you know, whether it's being room monitors or, or manning stands or, or anything else. So, yep, let's look after them. Uh, they do a great job. So thank you for that. And Roy, do you have a tip? Yeah, it's mostly for the newbies, but leave your backpacks in your room. You don't need to carry them. Uh, everything can be on your podcast. You've got your BlackBerry, your iPhone, whatever. You've got the entire session database there. Uh, put a bottle of water in your back pocket and you're all set. Um, nothing says newbie like carrying a backpack. I would agree with that. They're, they're pretty, yeah. They're great backpacks. I see so many people uh, over in the UK carrying their Lotusphere backpacks to and from work. They're, they're they're great quality and very useful, but yeah, not ideal. If if only yeah. because you put it down somewhere at Lotusphere and you have no idea which one of the hundred bags you can see is yours. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, good tip. Thank you. And Mikhail, do you have a tip? Sure, I have a couple actually. So Lotusphere. Uh, of course, I have to, of course, to come to a, to, a, to a booth and see the future of group calendaring. We'll bring brand new products, brand new UIs. Um, it'll be, it's very exciting. It's very, 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 very cool. And um, you have to come by. Of course, our planning app. So go to ls.ontimesweek.com. Take a look. Use it. I'm sure you'll find it very useful. And then, of course, I'm a developer, so, so I have to send you off with some coding tip of some, of some sort. And and I don't know if but 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 if people do my widgets and live text, the the regular expressions that that you that that you put in there, 
are actually case sensitive. But there's actually a, a very nice way to get them to, to, to become case insensitive. And that's simply to, to stick parens, question mark, I, in parens, at the, at the start of the, um, of the regular expression, and then it will become case insensitive. That's actually quite nice, and it makes your, uh, it makes your uh, regular expressions easier to maintain and easier to write, and they'll recognize stuff much better. So That's a great tip. So if you so I have a I have examples on my blog leckingworld.com go there search for live text and you should and you should be able to find it and of course there's a link in the show notes as well. Excellent. Okay, thank you for that, Mikel. That's a real proper tip. That's great. What's your booth number, by the way, for your booth? Uh five fourteen. <clears throat> Excellent. So five one four to see um, uh, Mikhail's uh, booth. That's great. And my uh, tip is: first of all, don't ever ever submit an abstract to do a show and tell session at Lowestoft. I'm sure it will be a great experience to deliver it, but putting the slides together was difficult, shall we say? I, I told you. You did tell me. You did tell me. So lesson learned. Uh, and and actually, if you go to a show and tell. Uh, and, and there's some wonderful ones on the agenda this week. Make sure you hang around at the end to say thank you to the presenters because they have put in a ton of work, you know, hours and hours and hours of work putting together those sessions. Uh, so make sure uh, you thank them if you think it's good and, and obviously fill in your evaluation forms as well. But my proper tip is um, engage. Engage, engage, engage at Lowsphere. Um, put any shyness or reserve behind you when you walk through the doors of the Dolphin. Um, you're only at Lowsphere for one week a year, so make the most of, of the time you get to speak to absolutely everybody, whether it's you know IBMers, whether it's uh, other customers, whether it's in sessions in the labs, on the showcase floor, or in kimonos. Um, you know, get your make the opportunity to make friends um, that you will keep for years and years and years, and meet them again at Lowestoft next time you go. Um, take a stack of business cards. You know, I, I'm always shocked at how many I get through in a Lowestoft. So make sure you take loads. Uh, make sure you hand them out because um, those contacts you make, uh, you'll keep for a long time. So so make the most of your time at Lowestoft if you're going. And for those that aren't, um, I'm sure there will be. Uh, so much coverage this year, probably more coverage than we've ever had for those at home. Uh, so again, engage with that. You know, tweet with people that are at Lowsphere, ask some questions, ask them what's going on. I'm sure you get some value from that. So that's our tips. Thank you to everybody for taking part in this podcast. Uh, really enjoyed this show. So, Mikhail, do you want to kick us off? How do people find you if they want to get hold of you? Well, go to my blog, leckimworld.com. is probably the best place. Twitter, I'm Lekim on Twitter. Um, I'm on Skype. I'm on uh, Bleed Yellow, um, same time, so I should be easy enough to find. Shoot me up an email. I'm more than happy to help. Um, but Twitter and the blog is probably the best. Lovely. And Mike, how do people find you? Uh, I have a blog on Bleed Yellow, uh, bleedyellow.com slash blog slash McGarrelgramming, M-C-G-A-R-E-L-G-R-A-M-M-I-N-G. And uh, my Twitter account, it's which is a lot easier, is M-M-C-G-A-R-E-L. Okay, great. Thank you for, for taking part. And Roy, how do people find you? Uh, my blog is uh, ruminerconsulting.com, and I'm our ruminer on every social network you can find. Excellent. And as Chris Miller might say, some that you haven't even been invented yet. So, uh, so that's great. Thank you. And Susan, what's your contact details? Uh, Notescottish.net. You can get me there on uh, Twitter. And, uh, and on the blog, and I work at IBM. So if you know the syntax for those names, you know how to find me. <laughs> Wonderful. That's great. Thank you. And Darren, how do people track you down? 
blog.darrenduke.net for all things technical and Darren Duke, all one word, for my 140 character Twitter rants. You need to trademark that, mate. Oh. Still don't know. <laughs> and I'm Stuart McIntyre, S-T-U-A-R-T-M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E, uh, on almost everything you can find. Uh, although there are there is an artist out there called Stuart McIntyre who has very rudely taken some of the accounts, <laughs> but uh, I'm still on most of them. Our house at uh, collaborationmatters.com. Um, so thank you to everybody for taking part. Um, it's been great to have you on the show. And for those that have downloaded and listened or streamed, thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from you soon. So until next week. Bye for now. All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer. This Week in Lotus is sponsored by TomTom. Check out the brand new TomTom Fire Live 120 with built-in HD traffic, speed cameras, hands-free calling and much more. Details are at thisweekinlotus.com slash TomTom.